So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Everyday Connection, with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock, bringing your inner light to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this Tuesday edition of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields, and over here to my... Left, left, right, left, Jane Victoria Narlock. How are you, Jane? Uh, apparently less confused than you. <laughs> How are you, Rick? I'm doing good. Good. We're having uh, some stormy weather here, but we've battened down the hashes in the control room and charged up all the battery backups, and it's going to be good. Yeah, it's quite amazing, actually, that the um, storm is happening in your area, and I'm the one who's having problems. <laughs> well, you you did something to your shin the other day, and mine hurt for a day, so, you know, it, it's okay. You said something about shin, something that you didn't like. and uh, Shin splints. Yeah, and shin I had splints. it the next day. I apologize for that. It's okay. It's just right. one of them things. I've been doing it with people for a long time. I've probably learn to cut it out one of these days. All right, so I'll uh, <laughs> stop telling you when it hurts. No, no, it's all right. It's kind of like the shoulder thing. Once I Yeah, that out, was just weird, eh? Yeah, that was weird. My goodness. Two days of shoulders hurting, both of us, and neither of us had any idea why. <laughs> yeah. Said, Same what? shoulder, too. Yeah, what did we do? What? Which I, one of us did it? I, I don't know. That's the thing. Neither of us know. Yeah, and... and uh, Responsible for the the shared pain because I I don't remember. Oh, I think I did it. I think I Thank did it. Thank you for that. That's and, really. Well, nice. you're welcome. <laughs> I um, you know, was a child and my parents told me repeatedly that the only way to be a good human being was to share. So. Aw, so sweet. Yeah, and so you know now I share. No, I sit funny. And I'm trying to be aware, catch myself, and straighten that out. I I sit here with my right hand on the mouse, and I usually just leave it there because my elbow's on the arm of the chair. It seemed like it was a comfortable thing, but what I've discovered is I shrug my right shoulder ah. when I do that, and I just hold it there, like shrugged, hmm. halfway up to my ear. And it's that tension. So, you know... Yeah, that can't be healthy for you, I'm sure. So, uh, I hope everybody can hear us well. Janet's having trouble. Uh, Oh, yeah, okay, Janet's all better now. She's probably glad that Jean wasn't in the chat room to see that. Uh Well, her speakers were on mute. Um, Uh uh, Good job, Janet. All right. um, Uh 
And, I'm, and I'm not in the chat room. Until you can get back in, she's kind of filling in for you because she's so good with the links. She gets them before I get to them anyway. She's way faster than you and I both combined. Oh, I'm telling good. you what. And it's it's in part because she's the, you know, I, Bill is Bill is the name behind Inner Child, but like any good army, it's the sergeants that make it go, and that would be Janet. Mm. Indeed. Um, she is Ms. What did Bill Inner call Child. her? My right, my left, and my middle hand. <laughs> right. All them hands. Every hand I have, all my fingers. That all of my hands true. and my um, foots, too. Yeah. He, he he did say I wouldn't be able to do everything we do without Janet. So Yeah. Um, so that's she's directly responsible for them getting to the point where instead of having two or three inner child websites to refer people to, we now have to have the I am inner child directory page. Yes. Reach all of the different departments of their multimedia empire. Yes. Multimedia empire that is growing. Yeah. I might add. Continually. Yeah, no. So it's always good to to stop by I am Inner Child to find out what the heck they're up to now. And it's a it's a much better empire than, you know, that thing in Star Wars or whatever. You don't have to come <laughs> to the dark side to do it, it's the light side. Like your inner child would have it no other way. Games and fun and love. Lots of love. Lots of love there. Lots of love. And uh of course one of our other sponsors is with us this evening on our monthly uh, animal communication and other what's up questions yes. uh, show. And uh, so I'm going to go ahead and pop the guest number into the chat room now. Um, you can ask questions in the chat room. We will relay them. You're more than welcome and would encourage you to join us. You can call in 805-243-1318. Uh, you can also connect by Skype if you're there uh, on the show page, there's a little Skype icon up up there next to our phone number, uh, right above the description of Inez, and you can click that, and it'll connect you as well. Um, and what is it? Oh, push one if, when you call in. Once you get in, push one to raise your hand, so I know that you're uh, wanting to ask a question. Otherwise, I'll think you're just listening, and I won't ever get you off the couch. Absolutely. And. Uh, uh, but you're welcome to phone in, listen, with, you know, pull up a couch. We'll, and if I mistakenly put you on the air, I'll just throw you back on the couch. No big deal. And Jean. Yes. Why don't you tell us about our newest sponsor? Our newest sponsor? Um, another much-loved member of the uh, EC family who has been around since pretty much the beginning. Um and, it, you know, it's hard to describe what she does because she does so much, really. But it, it's basically about just being a supportive, loving, accepting individual. Um, more than that, she spent, I think it's over 16 years, studying um, mythology, metaphysics, spirituality. I, the list is, is too long um, to, to run off to you right now. But she's got that studying combined with a whole bunch of life experience um over and a whole bunch clients. yeah o- over 700 clients that she is she is counseled um although you know can we call it counseling i don't know if, don't if know. she would want to call it counseling i think just you know being a gentle guiding loving hand maybe she might just I, call it chatting I don't yeah know. 
kind of, um, it's kind of like chatting. You let the like questions be the curriculum. Let the questions be the curriculum. Basically, Mama Web helps you connect with um, your highest form of inner guidance and encourages you to explore the answers that come from that. And she's absolutely phenomenal in that she never judges. She never, or she's never going to point the finger. She's never going to place blame. I, I don't think she knows how. Um, she will call bullshit when it's needed. Although she refers to it as shenanigans, I refer to it as bullshit. And she's not going to let you wallow in self-pity, but that's okay. <laughs> because that's what you need. So um, you can find her and all her remarkable doings, as well as her amazing artwork. Cause she's an incredible artist at MamaWeb.com. At MamaWeb.com. Uh, and that's W-E-B-B. Yeah, two, two M's in the middle of Mama. And two B's on the end of web. Please. Doubles and doubles. Please. I always I always want to say that two M's, two B's, but there's three M's in Mama. But it it always mm-hmm. looks like they just talk about the two to me because they're, I don't know. I'm weird. I'm going to hush now. Okay. Hi, Inez. About being weird. Hi, Inez. Hi. How are you? Wonderful. little bat-brained, but, you know. That's hardly unusual. <clears throat> I just normally fake it well. <laughs> We're all a little bit crazy, so that's all right. Well, it helps get through, you know, the crazy. <laughs> and to be a little crazy. Got to be a little crazy to sign onto this planet, I'm telling you. <laughs> yes, I I agree with that. I've been thinking that quite frequently the last few weeks. <laughs> I think it's I think it's Abraham that said they get the question often, you know, from people, you know, vibrationally. But who thought this was a good idea? To, anyway, what do you mean I chose to be here? I changed my vote. But but at the end of the day, we're all having fun on oh, some having level. A great time. So having a great time, and uh, uh, particularly of late, it seems for me anyway, since the Venus transit, to be entirely different. I there are things that used to drive me insane that I used to worry about things and they're just gone. I just Yeah, how weird is that? I mean, when my computer crashed and I realized cuz it took me it took me a good 24 hours to realize you've lost everything, lady. Like you you're going to have to come to terms with that. 4 years work, it's gone. Um and I was just chilling about the whole thing. And a week ago I would have been free and, and would you know it? There's people that are approaching me and saying, "Hey, I have this file, and I have the and not even just my my publisher and Rick, who's got a lot of my work, but old friends that I haven't seen in years are coming to me and saying, "Hey, I have an old file. Do you need it? An old piece of writing that you wrote. You know, do you want me to send it?" So I love the Venus transit because, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, as you said, you decided you wanted a brand new computer but you really wanted not to have to change the keyboard and uh, because you liked what you got I really like my keyboard and so now you've got both I do and Except, and you know it was a 3 year old brand new computer and it took us 2 days to bring it up to date but the tech guy laughed when he saw the computer because you can see all the wear marks on the keys <laughs> And he's like, wow, this is really old, eh? Well, 
I'm like, yeah, she's really old. But I mean, hey, you know that hard drive lasted three times, and yeah, and uh, uh, I can't I, complain really. She's a I, good girl. I, briefly, I'll mention to everybody. We do have uh, uh, Sam on the line with a question. Oh. Um, but um, if you have, if you use a laptop and you, in, unless you just, it's on your desk and you never move it. If it's three years old, do yourself a favor and go get a new hard drive soon. And soon. back your shit up. <laughs> hard drives in general don't like to be moved around. The 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 heads are moving, you know, hundreds of miles an hour over the surface of a metal disc, and they float on a cushion of air. So if you bump them and they touch something. They're gone. They're very delicate. And why they put them in laptops to begin with, it, you know, it's a little bit of a boggle. But back then, the, we didn't have solid-state drives. But in, in, in another – that's why I don't recommend anybody buy a laptop right now. In another year, they'll all have solid-state drives, and we won't have this problem. And Because uh, uh, you can drop a laptop three foot with a solid-state drive, and it just keeps on running. You do that with a regular drive, and you're done. <laughs> um, so, just a word from the tech guy. Anyway. Um. Hey, I just noticed something. What's that? I wrote the word shit into the chat room, and it was censored. Really? <laughs> I'm not joking. Where, where? Back to gonna... shit up. Look at that. And they... Blog talk. Wow. Yo, you guys, I don't see how come he can write it in my I I did it and it censored me. Who did that shit? And it's who did the Capital start. Spiritual but, Hawkeye wrote it and he had no problem. Like well, what the captain. <laughs> one day when I grow up I'm gonna be one. <sighs> that is too funny. I had to mention it. I just couldn't believe it. Um I have to mention it. I have to laugh at it. I think it's hilarious. And we didn't do that, folks. No, guys, that's totally not us. You know me. I'm potty mouth. That's <laughs> I um I'm the I'm in there right now as the what does it say? Moderator control. I can kick people in and out of the chat room and stuff, but I can't say shit. That's shit. <laughs> That's wild. Anyways, we should okay. talk to Sam because he's patiently yeah. waiting from the other Sam, side. Sam's been holding for seven and a half minutes, so. And I have no idea what time it is there. How you doing, Sam? Ah, cool. Hey, Doug. Welcome. I love that accent every time I hear it. Do you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you, yes. Oh, cool. Right. I didn't realize. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm, in, I'm connected. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I was just pressing there. Try to tell shit and spell it the Scottish way. You call it shite. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There's a way around it. <laughs> there you go. Learn something new every day. You know, every day's a school day. Absolutely. To be sure. <laughs> yeah, it's quarter past one in the morning here. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And you're calling from where? So, so you can tell our listeners, because I know, but they don't. Like Glasgow, in Scotland. Glasgow, Scotland. Sexiness. Sure. Oh, sorry, I'll I shut mean, up. I, What's your question? I, 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 I was fe- feeling sure it was uh, Scotland. Yeah. Glasgow. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I worked for a brief time when I was in the offshore biz with a uh, uh, gentleman, I, and, and he, he kept trying to speak Gaelic to me, and it was 
Weird. The first time he did it, when I didn't expect it, I under—I swear I understood him, but I but I didn't hear weird language because then later he tried it and it didn't work. But uh, it was very interesting. So what's yeah. what's up, Sam? I'm taking your time. What's uh, no what's call? Just basically sort of um, coming just to say hello, really. Um, no particular questions. I'm just oh, sort of, yeah, just sort of for the crack, really. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. I remember the, I've got my Skype together. I remember I was on this ages ago, and I was just typing in, and she get Skype, and I've got Skype now. It took about five minutes to, to get it, really, you know. Yeah, so oh, I'm really in. excited that you have it yeah. now. You'll have to add me on your Skype so that we can catch up. It's been a while. Um, yeah, totally. Sam, You've got plenty of time. Got plenty of time these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam totally. has some uh, interesting insights and perspectives into uh, the political end of social structure it's really cool because he spends a lot of time spending um doing just checking shit out which is awesome he's always got something intelligent to say and he's a musician yeah well more of a dj rather than a musician well, DJ I, play, I, play, okay. I play around with bongos and drums and things like that as well and it's all like percussion but um yeah djing's mostly my thing you know yeah yeah, I played around with bongos once. People told me to cut that out and took them away from me. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like sort of drumming along with people. It's just good fun. It's a good release of energy when you get into a groove. You know, it's just, you're getting the zone, and you know, it's a really good release. You know, um, the DJing's the main thing. I've been buying records since I was like ten years old. And I've got a big stack of vinyl next to me and Technics decks, and as well as all the computer and all that kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Sounds like tons of fun. Oh, totally. Yeah, I was very DJing in the middle of nowhere last weekend. It was just, well, Gene, you'd, you'd see my pictures anyway from me, um, you know, <laughs> with my crowd, you know, in the middle of nowhere. Having lots of fun for a weekend. You guys and still then, doing your show? Yeah, Live from Area Hill. We've got a few more shows up, and we've got our Facebook awesome. page as well, sort of putting up sort of tunes and stuff for people to listen to. So that's awesome. still awesome going. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. You have to yeah. share uh, share your links with us in the chat room uh, so everybody can go and enjoy. Yeah, it. certainly. Yeah. I'll um, put our... Um, right there. I'll uh, get our page up from Mixcloud. Yeah. All right. And know. that goes, yeah. you know, while I've said it, that goes for everybody that comes to visit if you've you know, got a project or something going on, feel free to share your link with us. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, the more the merrier. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you're back back online and we're able to join us. Yeah. 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 Very super cool. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And and like Jane said, it was bugger getting in tonight. Was yeah, that, for figuring anybody- out Interesting expletives to use, bugger, and stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I was wondering what the sort of... Uh, <laughs> That's the strangest yeah, thing. I never knew that. It, I, I, it's never happened to me before. I can't imagine it. But for anybody listening who's struggling to get into the the chat tonight, don't feel bad. It took me a really long time, and I'm, I'm on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We, we, it is, yeah. Well, and it, it's true. The first four times I called uh, our computer, Sally. She didn't want to. She didn't want to answer. Yeah. Well, she answered the phone, but then it was just silence. Normally, 
you know, when I push the button, it makes my Skype call her, and then as soon as she answers, and she has a computer, but as soon as Sally answers, she says, your show is scheduled to start in, and then she rattles off minutes and seconds. And this time, nothing, just quiet. I even tried, I think, the third call. I said, hello, Sally, and that didn't work. <laughs> She's a computer. Technical difficulties all around. Yeah, yeah, but we're all together now, so. Except the censorship. Apparently, that's working just fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Censorship's you know. everywhere these days. It's, you know, <laughs> you know sometimes yeah. I sort of comment on things on Facebook, and it's something sort of slightly sort of political or controversial, and sometimes it doesn't come up, and I think, is that the um, Facebook thought police sort of on patrol, you know? Right, right. It's I wouldn't be surprised... Be surprised at nothing. Yeah, yeah and they're cutting uh, a lot of the bloggers that became bloggers because they could find a little niche area, and so they were going to be the expert in that niche and make money. Uh, by being the expert in that niche, Google has cut all of them off from AdSense. Right. I, mean, right. I was reading an article from a fellow today last Last twelve months, he he brought in one hundred twenty six thousand dollars from Google AdSense. Wow! He's got wow. like eight. He's got like eight blogs now. They're about keywords that nobody else was doing, and uh, I guess Google figured out that he's writing these things more for. He's got one website that's his passion, and then he's got all these other ones that are there mostly to make money, and so they've cut him off, and uh, uh, he's. Switched to some other things, but he's and he's taken in about a third of what he was. That's I can't imagine. You've got one hundred and twenty thousand dollars of income, and then Google says we believe that your site could lead to nefarious conduct, and we have to protect our users. So by whose stand, who standards? You know? So they haven't. He hasn't. Yeah. They, they, they're they're in agreement. He hasn't done anything, but it might. You know. And look, if that's going to be their new policy, why don't they just say, look, we believe that you set up all these websites just to make money and that you don't really care about the subject matter, so we're cutting you off. That would still, to me, be wrong, but at least, you know, tell the truth. That's that's, um, preempting other people's thoughts. What if other people really want to use those keywords for their own means? How do they know, you know? Yeah, yeah. How do they know? Who set them up to decide whether he cares about the subject matter or not? He, you know, he said that's the only reason that it has worked for me is because I make sure I got quality content. But you know, besides, it just is nutty that all these people, as you know, Abraham might say, all these people are focused on if they can make us behave, they'll feel better. And I'm telling you, people, even if we did behave, it wouldn't work. It doesn't work. Well, I'm telling you, you like. That. You don't expect it. You know, I had a friend call me from China and tell me he couldn't get my show to play because they had us blocked in China. (laughs) That didn't surprise me. It does surprise me to find stuff censored in the chat room in Canada, and it's an American-Canadian show. I just, I'm flabbergasted by that. (laughs) How? Why? I don't understand. Um, Yeah, yeah, well... You know, we just got to start screaming louder. That's all there is to it. Well, we just got to keep keep focused on the solutions, like we're doing with change makers, and keep focused on the stuff that's working right. And when stuff like that goes on, just sort of 
and and walk on by because you get caught in the uh, mess. You know. Yeah. What is it that that old? Uh, there's an old American or something fairy tale about the tar baby and the rabbit punched it and its fist got stuck in there. So it now it was really mad, punched it again, and that fist got stuck. Pretty soon the rabbit was stuck all four limbs in the tar and here came along the hunter to collect him up or whatever. And uh, that's kind of what pushing against will do to you. Mm-hmm. That's I, I, that's why Occupy and stuff loses steam. How many, times, how many different you. words are you testing out there? I typed in the same word three times, and then I got blocked because it told me I could only type. I couldn't type the same thing too many times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah we got a real smart. There you go. There's one for you. Ball bag. Yeah, we got a real smart. Scotch one. Got one. Got one. Ball bag. And I well, forgot about the why. I would have spelled it. I would have oh, okay. I got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. It's, a, it's a Scottish sort of like it's an insult and a sort of um, a compliment at the same time. Scottish people um, quite often um, compliment and be friendly with each other with insults. You know, hey, yeah, ball bag. Hi, <laughs> how you doing? Hi, all right, man. Hi, any <laughs> bother? That's too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. I know. I know. My daddy was Scottish. He was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to be Scottish to, crazy. You can yeah. be Irish like me. Uh, the Scottish and Irish are very similar. They're, they're sort mm. of Celtic sort of um, brethren, you know. Uh, Scottish and Irish are very similar. You know, we've, right, well, not. Um, yeah, very much. Maybe it's lack of sunshine that, you know, you know the, <laughs> the, the gales running around, having trouble with the Brits, and, you know, it's just so much common. Don't say the word today. I, you know what? I can't turn on the news without the whole celebration of, I don't know, the Jubilee, yada, yada, yada. I don't I don't even say the word. I'm I blank that out completely, you know. I it's think, done well, now. It's still on the news tonight. It's done yeah. now. Well, We're I in America. But the funny thing is, the funny thing is, and I've noticed in Canada, they've got more pictures of the Queen in Canada and sort of municipal buildings. And my time over there, I noticed more pictures of the Queen than you do over here. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm living in Quebec. I should not have to listen to this on the news. This is my yeah. this is my argument is that there's no reason on Quebec news that they should be playing it as much as they are. But I've never seen so much Queen in one week. Well, it's it's been insane. Yeah. Well, well, ones be- God God save the Queen. Isn't that what your national anthem says? God save the Queen. You want um, the Sex Pistols version of God Save the Queen? You know that one. <laughs> Oh, it's a much God save the Queen! It's a fascist yeah. regime. They made yeah. you a moron. That tune. Do you know that one? Yeah, I like it. Coming from yeah. God. <laughs> I might add. Yeah. All right, Sam, we should probably let you go, baby, and get some other people online if we can. And hear yeah, from our guest, yeah. who's, uh, who's there yeah. in the wing, sitting quietly. <laughs> yes, 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 okay. yes. But uh, so glad that you that you called even just to say Absolutely. hi. Because it's been, you know... Yeah. No, no worries. I get you back into <laughs> circulation and all now. It's been uh-huh. since the first show, I think. Mm-hmm. Actually. Yeah, it's way cool. on back there a ways. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, have a great morning, I guess. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> in the middle of um, getting packed. I'm flying out to Spain tomorrow afternoon, so 
I'm kind of in the middle of getting packed for that, so just like for a few you days. Lucky bugger. Okay. Oh, well, see, that would make that would make excitement for staying up half the night. You're going to Spain tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Get some yeah. sunshine. Woo. Warmth and sunshine. Yeah, totally. Be careful now, you know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sure you're like, you know, us Irish people, or at least my me Irish with a red-headed mother, I turn pink. Uh, uh, yeah. Because I don't ever get in the sun, but... Uh, it's almost a blue tinge cash that that's I right. in that uh, Scottish, right? Yeah, you start off blue, then you go white, and then you might go sort of pinky red, kind of, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's enough sun, you can it, yeah. knock the blue uh, off. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, Sam. Right, okay, that's right. Yeah. Well, have a, have a safe journey, bud. And uh, yeah. when you get back, tell us all about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, do. <laughs> all right. All right. All the best, then. Cheers. Never stop me, cheers. All right. Cheers now. Bye. Bye. Oh, Sam. Yay. Sam. Scottish blue people. There are this kind of blue, and then you get in the sun for long enough, they turn white. Must have lots of Pleiadian in them. <laughs> the blue. So. So, do we have any colors on the line? Uh, we do not. All right, and then. no one in the chat room has volunteered to ask a question. Uh, All right, they may be afraid of their answers. <laughs> so I don't know. What do we talk about? The energies and things that have been going on? Because life's been really kind of unusually different, it seems to me, just the last little bit. Is and you said life? you too. Yeah, has it been life that's different or your acceptance of it? Well, it's it's always us that's different. The stuff, The stuff, the situations and things that happen and... None of that has any really built-in meaning to it. It's all what we bring. It's quantum physics. The observer affects the observed. In fact, the observed really never quite comes into existence until it's observed. <laughs> That's the little secret that the quantum physicists don't talk about much. There's several books on it that it's the dirty little secret of quantum physics, is that their research has pretty much conclusively proven that reality doesn't exist till you look at it. It's a weird thing for a, a scientist, you know. They're supposed to be all about reality. Yes, well... How they've discovered there's not really... It's kind of an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> and that just gets messy. So, uh, what think you, dear guest, of our current energies and the whole Venus transition? Well, good question. Uh, from my own perspective, I can just say that, wow, the last week has been a wild ride. <laughs> Lots of clearing going on. Um, you know, I. it was interesting because, as you know, I work a lot with animals. And what this also translates into is that when I go to the park or when I'm basically pretty much anywhere, uh, animals will at random just show up and will basically show me or let me know uh, about current circumstances and over the course of the last week I um, I was walking in my favorite park with Sasha and smack in the middle of my path there was a dragonfly now obviously a dragonfly as the animal totem means winds of change but what I thought was interesting was the message that I heard along with it was that we're really being pushed to reevaluate um, you know, belief systems, to drop illusions, to
to allow our true essence to come through. When you look at the wings of a of a dragonfly, you will see that they are they're usually clear and see through. And with that, what that represents to me, at least, or in that moment, what it represented to me was that really all illusions are dropping. We're being we're really being pushed to look at what's going on, what relationships are not working. And these the relationships, I'm not just talking about interpersonal, I'm also talking about relationships to money, or relationship to money, to career, to basically every aspect of our life. And my understanding of the energies over the course of the next few weeks and months, and probably even further down the line, is that we're going to really have to become our authentic selves. Uh, masks have to be dropped. Illusions need to be dropped. All of these things that we have put in place over, gosh, I, I want to say millennia, we're going to have to really begin to let go and be who we truly are. And that's, you know, that, that obviously brings a certain amount of conflict with it um venus being you know being a representative of divine love um and divine love just does not put up with anything that is not authentic and uh you know the the transit across the sun obviously the sun being the divine masculine um it really brings it to the forefront that we are at a place in in time where the divine masculine and the divine feminine need to be balanced and uh, part of that is in our relationships uh, there's a lot of imbalance and you can you can see it really in in every arena of your life it's not just interpersonal relationships or relationships with loved ones it really goes the entire gamut and we're we're really being forced over the course of the next few months to be true to ourselves and that, to me, is what the Venus transit is about, for the most part, and obviously bringing in the divine feminine and balancing everything out. And it, it, it seems to me that there has been, or at least my experience in the past week or so, that, that some things that I had sort of, quote, worked on um, just, I'd almost like forgot about them. And and sure enough, they're like I, I've always had a really weird relationship to money. Mm-hmm. Whenever I didn't have money, I just would be depressed. Just almost didn't matter what else was going on. If there was no money in the bank, I was depressed. Mm-hmm. And now there's no money in the bank. I mean, we had a couple of sponsors come in and 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 a couple of listeners come in, and we covered all of the everyday connection bills for the month. And each day when I sit down at the end of the day, I can I can certainly say I have everything I need right this minute. So uh, there hasn't really been need, but in the past, no money, whether there was need or not, was a depression thing. And now it's just sort of a I don't care, or a it doesn't bother me. And uh, it I'm, just I'm, went. I'm, it just was like it was there, and I'd been working on it, and it wouldn't go, and. So I was like, oh, I must be pushing on it. I'm just going to forget about it. And, and you know, here several months later, but poof, it's not there. 
I'm gonna I, I'm going to add in something. I don't think it's not caring. I think it's much more being at peace at where you're at right now. Um, yeah, that is yeah. energetically a very different different thing to not caring. Not caring means that you know it's just yeah like it, whatever. But it was maybe a being, poor choice, being poor at peace. Words, being at peace means that you fully accept. You fully and unconditionally accept where you're at at this present time, which again correlates to the concept of, um, you know, being uh, being authentic. Because when you're authentic, all that really matters is that you are your true self. And all of these past issues and dramas and traumas are being let go of. And I agree that, you know, some things have just are just simply falling into place. But at the same time, I also see that a lot of other things will require dil- dil- what I like to call diligent work from our side. Yeah, so, but almost well, sort of they like didn't have to, they, they didn't have to wipe out my hard drive to get me to forget some of the past. <laughs> well. Well, you know. Well, she, when she was talking about the energy, she was talking about the, you know, I, lots of releasing and cleansing. And, just, and, and clearing, yes. Clearing, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to keep it light. <laughs> Cleared your hard drive. Just shoop. Totally cleared my hard drive. Start yep. over. It's in, it's interesting because even as you're saying clearing your hard drive, I'm hard drive. I'm actually hearing clearing your heart drive. So heart, as in the actual heart, um, and that's that's what's going on. Our hearts are being cleared of junk and of uh, sadness and of depression and of any kinds of things that have been weighing us down. That's really what's going on. So it's it's kind of funny with yeah. the hard heart. Well, and the, the computer yeah. thing, it's it's almost like sometimes <laughs> with a computer you'll apply maybe ten updates, but they don't really any of them take effect until it reboots, and it's almost like this was a reboot, and now we get to start from there. And of course, there's always new things. There's always more. That's the mantra from non-physical. I understand. Leave it to me to more. Phys- to manifest it physically. <laughs> well. Like I said, you did you did wish for a new computer with that same keyboard and screen and case, and now you've it's pretty difficult though, right? You guys want to know what it looks like here? This is what it looks like. You wipe the old and you put in the new. <laughs> and, um, and now we've done a couple other things, and she's running cooler, and she's just and faster, and uh, because she didn't need to all that junk, you know, and. Uh, uh, that's kind of so representative of what's been going on for me, anyway. Okay, yeah. so we we did have a question. Okay, we did. That was kind of interesting. It is an interesting uh, question, and hopefully Janet, we'll find out what kind of dog it is. Sister Janet says she has a ghost dog in her backyard, and that she's even taken a picture of it, mm-hmm. and wants to know what you think about all that. Being an animal communicator, she hadn't thought, you know, but she has a ghost dog, and she what? She thinks something, but what do you think? She wants to know what it's doing there. What's it doing there? Yeah, or yeah. What is there any any type of information on what kind of a dog it is? She says it looks to her like a German Shepherd crossed with something. Four question marks. Okay. All right. Okay. Mm. 
This is interesting. The energy of this dog is very much a protector energy. Um, so as I as I tap into, I'm gonna say a male dog. That's that's the impression I'm getting. Um, this dog has very much the protector energy around it. So uh, taking care, making sure that everything is in order. Uh, you know, he's just walking the parameters, making sure that everything, you know, that everything that's supposed to be there is there and everything that's not supposed to be there is kept out. That's the energy feedback that I'm getting right away um, on this um on this dog, I'm getting an. I'm actually getting a name. Um, now, you know, all of our, all of our animals and pets and uh, companions, uh, you know, choose their own names in one form or another. But he's he calls himself Max or Maximilian, actually. Um, so he's actually going into really the German Shepherd because Maximilian is a traditionally German name. Um, as well, so and and he he sees himself as the protector of the area, and uh, just making sure that Janet is safe, and uh, everyone around her is safe as well. And it feels to me that um, he's not constantly there, but it's more like a drop-in, drop-out kind of an energy. Um, he's there when he feels he's needed rather than all the time. Uh, let me just have a look here, what else he has to say. Um, I f actually feel that there is a, um, a past life connection to him that Janet has. Uh, she may or may not be aware of this, but they have definitely spent some lifetimes together in the past. And, um, and so it's really more of the I'm being corrected from protector to guardian. He's like a guardian. Does that resonate with Janet? That's <laughs> she. Uh, I, I typed into the chat room as soon as you said protector. I typed bingo, and okay. <laughs> uh, or bingo again. Um, because and, and we have she, to point she, out that that Inez does not have access to the chat room. Yes, Inez is not in the chat room. So she has no it. idea and that. Janet had put in there. I feel like he's a protector, and Good. Okay. you've even you've even corrected yeah, the word, it. but the first word you said was the it. what she thought, and uh, so he he himself sees uh, this is this is where the where where the difference is coming from. Um, he knows that Janet sees him as a protector, but he sees himself as a guardian. Um, that's where the difference is. That's why why uh, why it's coming up, and protector sounds uh, in his ears a little bit too on a little bit too strong, like a little bit too fierce. He prefers to be a guardian, the guardian, the guard, yeah. um, because that has a gentler energy, and the energy that he actually brings along is is very interesting because I'm seeing that you know he. He's showing me a couple of different images. The one image is really gentle, very loving, uh, nurturing, taking care. But then at the same time, he shows me an image of him baring his teeth, which tells me that, you know, if push comes to shove, he is there to protect. Yes, like, a, right. like you know, a, a guard at the gate. Yes. If someone walks up, 
the guard at the gate generally speaks to them. And, Correct. And in some cases might simply be able to tell them, you know, something unwanted or not an energetic match to just say, you know, go on about your way and they go. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's, it's the mistake people make about warriors as opposed to, uh, I don't want to say soldiers because so many of our soldiers are good warriors. Warriors. But, but, uh, but a warrior's last choice generally is to go to war because they know more than anybody else what a waste of time it is. And, but uh, and also so that's a beautiful... A warrior's first choice yeah. is sacrifice self to prevent injuring others. Right. And and so that's a, that's a beautiful, uh, you know, differentiation to make between protector and guardian there. Uh, you know. Mm, yeah, and it, it it feels he feels very um, very familiar. So with that, I mean really very close to Janet. Yeah. Uh, this is not this is not just some. I, I'm not. I'm I'm just going to say it. It's not just some random dog appear. You know, appearing out of nowhere or dog ghost appearing out of nowhere. This is very very calculated and it's very much to the point of an agreement being in place that he is there as the guardian or protector whichever you wait you know whichever term you want to use so there's an agreement in place there and it is really about keeping janet and her space her entire space uh what i want to call safe and clean that's that's what it's about clear yeah she feels that and uh she's been typing in you know i love him and he gets around me and is so gentle so she's you know, validating yeah. the two, that gentleness that you're feeling. Um, and uh, There's a lot of unconditional love flowing and, there. And kisses and hugs. And, uh, yes. She wants to know, will he go with me if I move? Yes, he will. Yeah, he's not attached to the property. He's attached no, to you. No, he's not. Yeah. No, no, he's he's attached to Janet. He's not attached to um, to the property. Now, I want to clarify here. Attached um, has a little bit of a tricky meaning here, ah, so I yeah, need, yeah, yeah. need to be a little bit careful of that. He's not. He's not protecting the by, house. Guardian, by, guardian yes, of the house. He's guardian he, of Janet. He is uh, yes, and by his own free will. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Just, I, I just want to clarify that that there's no, uh, you know, there's nothing funky going on here. <laughs> So basically, Jan- Janet, if you don't need him anymore, he's going to probably go his merry way. You can bless him, and but but uh, another thing that you could do is if you ever have a moment where you are feeling slightly insecure, you just reach out and ask Max if everything's all right, because Max is patrolling the perimeter. He's got it covered. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about it, but if if you do, if some old habit come crops up inside you, just reach out to Max and go, hey, dude. And uh, that gentleness will reassure you that, yeah, everything's fine. It's a, it's additionally... And she's like, insecure, me? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I think the best of us have our moments. Uh, Definitely, and and Max also has the very grounding energy. So it, even though he's a ghost... Yeah, a ghost, so so to speak, a spirit. I want to say spirit, um, spirit dog. What actually happens is that he also helps Janet to ground, 
and that is really a great, great asset at any given point in time. I mean, I know that most of our our companions do that, but it's really quite special to have a dog and spirit do that for you. It really is. Yeah. So it's it's really a blessing to have him with you. Yeah, she says she wants him. She's not going to bless well, him. Well, she's a, a special kind of person, our Janet. Yes, indeed. Um, One of so those earth angels right there. It's not really that big of a surprise. <laughs> he, he says he does. I lie in the back garden and feel him, and it's so calming. Yes. And lying in the garden, that's grounding to start yes. with. And, and with some assistance from Maximilian, uh, I could see it being a very, very calming thing. I uh, Molly helps me ground often and 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 helps me come in the now. Uh, she's been actually a little more vigilant about it just of late. If I get to going into past or future in my head very far... Mm-hmm. She is all of a sudden at my, she just, I, now I don't even hear her come here. She just is all of a sudden like pokes her nose and just t- just gently touches my elbow. And it's like, bang. Oh, yeah, here, now, dog, hi. You know, and uh, it's, now that I'm kind of noticing it, it's really amazing. Mm-hmm. It's very, very cool. Uh, the relationships that we can have with our companion animals. And uh, since we, uh, I don't want to cut off Janet, but she's, you know, thanking you again. Um, and uh, and I'd kind of like to ask a question. Okay. Before you do that, though, yeah. Susie, we've gone oh, well past well, our break time. Past break time. Yeah, okay. So yeah. we'll take a break and uh, come back, and I will ask a, you, you ever hear from dolphins? even though they're not somebody's companion? Uh, I'm sure I can tune in. Because uh, there was some news yeah. as, as to what they think about that question I raised on Facebook earlier. Janet has requested Earth Prayer, so <laughs> it's not your fault this time, Jane. Awesome. Jane. Okay. Very and, good. Um, so we'll we'll have about a five-minute break. It's perfect because it's a, it's a long-ish song, and that's perfect because so, we may only get the one break. So we'll be back in about five and a half minutes, folks. Uh, freshen up your tea, your coffee, your water, your washroom break, whatever you need. and uh, Or just enjoy the beautiful music from our dear friend Ina B. And we'll be back. Stay with us.
wanted to give that a beat to let it soak in. It's, uh, well, it's just yummy. Yeah, yeah it really is. And, uh, there's just no way around that. Um, it's, it's an absolutely yummy song. Um, 
acoustically, vibrationally. It's just. And and there's a lot to be said for. It. it I want to get bogged down in 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 a conversation about forgiveness, but it forgiveness doesn't have anything to do with others, really. It has no, to indeed. do with you. Whether you're seeking someone's forgiveness or giving it, it doesn't matter. It's not. It's all about you. And the healing to me in that song is the acceptance of ourselves, just exactly the way we are, the way we have been, the way you know. Absolutely, and oddly enough, um, one of the things about forgiveness is that when you are struggling to forgive somebody else, it's usually because they've done something to you. And part of that battle is for you to forgive yourself for putting yourself in a situation where you could possibly be hurt. And um, it's not often talked about, but it's something that needs to be, you know, taken into consideration when you're talking about this idea of forgiveness. Like you said, it is all about self. Because if you can let go of that, if you can let go of that, you know, I put myself there, I allowed this to happen, then you can let go of anything. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like Janet says, it doesn't mean we have to break bread with them. It doesn't mean that you, uh, you know, I put up something on the wall, on my wall that was a bit controversial with some of my light worker friends where I said, cut all ties with negative people. Uh, really what I meant was, um, you get to choose how you spend your time. And I just don't have time to spend anymore with people that, I have several friends that used to call me all the time and vent and tell me all the things that were wrong. Tell you how bad shit was? Yeah. I just need to vent. It makes me feel better. Well, that feeling better that you get when you bitch and moan to somebody and they start, yeah, that is, that's jacked up, is just simply because now you've got someone that matched your vibration, so your space feels more filled. Uh because here's this other vibration over there. But you can't really have communion of vibration well in those levels because you're all jacked up. And, um, you know, Sam, Sam's right. Sometimes you have to work with negative people or deal with negative people. Focus on, find something. They keep their fingernails clean. Whatever it is, find something that you can appreciate about everybody because everybody got something and every well, situation's you, got something. I'll tell you what. But, and this is direct, directly to Sam and that statement about working with negative people. When I was a waitressing, we had this lady, and only people who've worked with me would know who this lady is. I'm not going to mention her name, but absolutely insane, okay? One of the angriest people I've ever met. You could walk in bright and sunny and shiny and having a wonderful day and say, hey, how's your day going? And everybody else in the restaurant will be like, it's great. And you ask her, I hate this Neepin job. Okay. Dude, chill out. So for a while I played her game. I really did. I fell into that trap and I played it for a couple of years. And then after my trip to the Philippines, I came back. And instead of playing her game and instead of arguing the point with her, instead of even commenting on it, I just hug her. And man, did that ever piss her off, but it shut her up. And it got to the point where she stopped complaining to me because all I was going to do was give her a hug and walk away. I wouldn't feed into her energy. I wouldn't fight back against her energy 
I just give her a hug and, and walk away. Yeah, because, see, that's the thing. There's really no... People talk about hate and this and that and the other end of the spectrum, but there really is no opposite to unconditional love because uh, Elohim talks about triggers. I'll just use the word trigger. Somebody triggers you, and so you're going to be angry. They they push your buttons, whatever, you know. Beep, beep. You, you move as you sort of progress. You move into, you know, wait, this trigger's mine. I'm not... This trigger's not yours, you. You can't have my trigger. This is my trigger. This trigger's mine. This is in my life because I put it there. And then the next step from that is what trigger? And you see, what trigger has no opposite. There's no duality, duality in what trigger. There's nothing for them to push against. You're like the wind and um, or the water and... Uh, it's actually quite pleasant. It was an absolutely fabulous life lesson. Absolutely fabulous. I mean, I, I couldn't have, I can't thank her enough for being who she is because I learned how to deal with that. And you have done all of the job that a light worker can ever do by just standing there and remaining in your own truth that things are well and getting weller. You have offered this lady, an energetic alternative. You have offered her a choice. You have told her the good news, so to speak. But anyway, I could go on with that forever. But you had a question. I do have a question about our cetacean friends. So okay. really dolphins and whales and things. But this particular article was about dolphins. And uh, there's been a group on the web that's come up with this cetacean a bill of rights or citation it's it's it, it's quite a nice little document it just but and and in the document it refers to dolphins as persons and i can understand in a document like that you know if if you're going to apply our current government structures like the constitution to a dolphin you'd have to call them a person that's this whole argument about whether corporations are persons or not and uh, several large groups of scientists have come forth to support this petition uh, and 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 have actually written research papers on. Look, we got tons of research about the complexity of not just their brains, but their behavior, their social interactions, their dependencies on social interactions. Um, and it's time that we recognize these creatures as non-human persons. And okay. when I posted this article. I'm very appreciative of the scientists for their support of the Dolphin Bill of Rights, uh, if that's what they call it. Let me be sure I call it the right thing for their favor. Um, Cetacean.org, I think. Cetacean.org. Maybe? <laughs> Not... Okay. Okay, Declaration of Rights for for Cetaceans. Um, and anyway, when I posted this article, the comment that I put on the top of it was, why can't we just call them dolphins? It seems a little rude to me to refer to them as non-human persons. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, 
what happened. I could, like I said, I can understand for some legal thing calling them persons, but they're not humans. They're not humanoid. They're we may one day meet some aliens that look much like us, and you might could call them non-human persons if you wish. Uh, although I don't think they'd like that. When you know, it, it, to me, it's like when. Well, I asked Jean one day, what do you call? What do people from Toronto call themselves? Do they call themselves Torontonians? Because there's different ways that people refer to themselves. You know, mm-hmm. people in Quebec are what Quebecers. Jean? Quebecois. Quebecois. So. Quebecers seems... is the rest of the country's way of talking about them. Okay, but still, <laughs> it's it's you know, there's Dallasites and 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 Houstonians and Houstonites and uh, but. I think it would be proper, really, meet some alien intelligent species, which dolphins are. They're alien. They live in a different environment from us. They don't really look like us. Um, well, I mean, you wouldn't call a Syrian a non-humanoid person. You'd call them a Syrian. Yeah. It's, well, it's like I say. Uh, I, you put me in a plane and you just drop me off somewhere. I'm not going to... You know, oh, let's see, these are non-white humans. What? (laughs) I go ask somebody, what is this? Where is this? What do you call yourself? And usually they don't say Torontonian. They say Gene or Rick or... So anyway, my question is, uh, shouldn't we at least call them our word for them, dolphins? Or uh, uh, maybe ask them how they refer to themselves or... Uh, it just seems that non-human person is so human-centric, and and <laughs> well, Rick, it is our planet after all, Rick. Come on now. I mean, we all know the planet belongs to human beings and all that. Yes, God, God, has dominion over the whole place. We can just blow it up if we want to. Um, and so that that anyway, that's my question. I'm going to blunder along talking for longer, trying to explain it. I think you understand what I'm getting at. Yes, I do. I do, definitely. Uh, it's very interesting as when you said, so what do they want to be referred as? as uh, the thing that I immediately heard was divine love. <laughs> so this is, it is very, very interesting to me. Um, yes, the, the, they're basically saying it, the label per se does not matter to them. The words that we use are simply a label or a definition to basically make understood what we're talking about between ourselves, correct? I mean, we we use labels, we use words such as dolphin, and when you say the word dolphin, everyone more or less has an identical definition of that word. Okay, so what they're, they're... telling me now is that they're they basically do not have the same hang-ups about using specific words to describe them as we do um what they're saying what i'm hearing so loud and clear is that the energy is what is what is interesting not Mm. the word that we use and the energy that they carry is that of the divine love and so that's that's why that feedback came back or that why why i heard the word divine love because that is the vibration the frequency that they carry and um so 
they basically are showing me, telling me, it doesn't matter what we call them. It is just a word. What they are interested in is purely the frequency. Hmm. The That's frequency, comforting because the every fre- marine in the world would be freaking. The, the, <laughs> the frequency that they carry, that is the only thing they are interested in. They are not interested in any nomenclature or uh, any words or any definitions. It's the frequency that they carry. That is what is of importance to them. So, so kind of what I'm, kind of what I was getting at, I think, is is, I think that the definition, the energy behind non-human person, is not fitting for our uh, divine friends there, and not in some way superior, but there's a lot we could learn from them. Yes, for sure. I mean, the the word, you know, (laughs) the words that were chosen for this document uh, are clearly very technical and they do not carry a loving vibration okay and I think that's what you're actually getting at I think that's the core that the the vibration of um, what was it non-human people yeah non-human person uh, sorry non-human person is uh, clinical it is cold it is it, it doesn't. It doesn't carry any. It it's almost empty. Significant. Yes, exactly. It doesn't carry any significance, and with that, it's a clinical term. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I. I gotta be in the. Be in the book writer. I. I might be able to say, or at least help with Rick understand why they used it. It's because one of the definitions is a self-conscious or rational being. The definitions of a person. Is yeah, I, well, rational like being. I said, in the Cetacean Bill of Rights, I really didn't feel any offensive energy or mismatched energy when they said, being that cetaceans are persons, they shall, and then it goes on to list their rights, that they have the right to not be molested in their, uh, you know, free movement, n- n- not be bothered in their home, to choose their own home, to blah, blah, blah. It's the kind of stuff you'd say about, you know, your friends. Yes. And so I didn't find any problem with that, calling them persons, if, if you know, for the, like I said, for the sake of definition, constitution, you know, citizens of the United States. Well, it, the the Declaration of Independence talks about persons, personhood. That's you know some legal definition, and I can live with that, and because the rest of that document was very loving, but. Uh, and I know the scientists, like I said, I have great appreciation for them coming forward and saying this because many of them are department heads at universities and or professors at universities. And uh, sometimes you risk your neck to, well, yeah, I mean, you know, there's other people at those universities that are cutting up dolphins and looking yeah. inside. And, and, and that's been the thrust of science, you know, conquering the world. <laughs> and uh, um, but in so a very funny. in a very geeky kind of way. It's but, like an uh, ant conquering a house. It's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, not gonna happen. Uh, but uh, I, I will be honest with you. I feel there's a schism in all of this. Um, to me, you know, I, I I understand the technical aspect of wanting to protect 
dolphins, as well as any other animals, doesn't matter whether we're talking about uh, turtles or, you know, any of, of or eagles or whatever, I, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. But there's a schism there, because if and when we finally reach the point of consciousness where we live in harmony, all of this is going to fall away. And there won't be any need for any protection. And there is ex exactly. The fact that we are setting up these, you know, these contracts to protect uh, just... Basically, it's it's an it's what I call an interim solution. It's not really long term solution. Long term, it's really about coming into harmony and back into harmony with 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 life, with all living beings, with everything. That's what's what you know what we're we're getting at. We're not getting at setting up new contracts, making things even more complicated than they are. Um, as I said, I, I do see, you know, the, on, a, on a purely rational, logical level, I can see how someone will want to set up a contract to protect certain species. I completely understand that and see that. Right. But where our consciousness is really needing to go is that complete and total acceptance and that complete living in harmony with everything that surrounds us. And that's where we're heading, and that's that's part of the, the the consciousness of the divine love or the unconditional love, or even the combination of the two. It's it's basically you know the vibrations or the frequencies of the two are very very similar. So you know whenever I hear about these contracts being set up, I just you know I, I just say well you know this is an interim so solution which is fine, but long run we really need to adjust the way that we not just perceive life, but how we experience life. Absolutely. Uh, it, it, in the long term, I, you know, we, we have some physical differences from the dolphins, and we have some different ways of thinking, perhaps, some different ideas of experiencing life. But that's true if I flew to... Scotland to go visit Sam. Yes. Folks have different customs and different things and it it can I've traveled to many different countries and it can feel a bit fish out of watery when you first get off the plane and you know, step out. Everything's different. And not quite as different perhaps as when you dive into the ocean and go underwater. But 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 these differences at the end of the day are simply an illusion. Right. It it doesn't they're just another being and uh, and you know if in discussion or writing or what we need a label um, then you know our friends in the sea our cousins our our fellow beings our whatever it is that like you said brings that vibration of divine love to your being is what I think they would. They wouldn't care if you called them Gerfrapna, if that was what, <laughs> what brought the vibration of divine love to your mind, to your being, and yeah. and, and um, so we do need to get off labels a bit. But you know, we'll probably for a while still use some language until we're fully telepathic. And uh, yes, of course. Um, and. Uh, 
Janet will be glad when they're gone. Me too, because I won't stumble over weird questions like this. <laughs> of, course, of course, you know, that's it was a Winston Churchill that said that human beings stumble across the truth, or, truth every once in a while, but have no fear, they usually just get up and stumble on. Uh, that's changing. And, yes. Uh, yes, and I, I, I would say, you know, when you when you think of, you know, specific species or if you think about, you know, anything really, it doesn't matter whether you're talking about a plant or you're talking about uh, an animal or you're talking about uh, a human being or whatever, it really doesn't matter. I think where we're going and what really is of the essence is to, rather than work with the words we can use the words as a bridge however what what the essence is is the vibration the frequency that is behind the word and as you tap into that it's you know a literal multi-dimensional experience opens up to you absolutely and that's that's where i believe we're heading Again, it requires time and it requires a little bit of patience and obviously not everyone has access to this at this present time yet. But as, you know, as as we are awake and as we are in our truths, it really is of the essence to go into the vibration, into the frequency, into the feel, into the emotions, the feelings, the emotions um, of of what's behind the words and sort of leave the words behind, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of the bridge from yes. language to telepathy is for a while, let them stand alongside. Yes. Have a label, but then feel into it. And yes. Yes, and exactly. It's, I think, what I do when I channel and what you do when you connect to animals is we're kind of, it's but it's helpful sometimes, like, you know, is there any description? It's, oh, this looks like a German Shepherd crossed with something. It, that helps you get a vibration, a scent, so to speak. Yes, and it does. It, to, to sort of tune in, so... Um, I could see a culture halfway from language to telepathy using very few words. They might say a word and then be silent for a minute or two. Yes. And say another word. And, and uh, Or Bashar says music on his planet. Somebody asked him, do they have music? And he says, yeah. But it's very, you would think it was very simple. There's very few notes because we experience them more fully. Um and um but it can seem you know odd and uncomfortable i suppose but i've noticed with molly that we communicate better if uh i just kind of see w- what i feel rather than trying to figure out how she feels from the face she's making or the noise she made or and which is language right body language mm-hmm. barking is language kind of um and um, to pause and see how I feel, that's the big difference to me. Is I always tried to figure out how other people were feeling, what they were trying to communicate. But it's it's really kind of, okay, you've come into my space. What do I 
what do I feel from you? What do I feel from mm-hmm. you? Not, you know, how do you feel? Which is, I think, what people miss up sometimes in this empathy thing. It's because Bashar's people don't call it telepathy. They call it tel-empathy. Okay. Um, that, what did he say? Oh, like, well, uh, like with channeling, like when he's connecting to another somebody on uh, their society, civilization, whatever, um, they sort of lock vibrations, he said. And so I don't literally read anybody's mind. It's just when we're in lockstep vibration like that, the same thought occurs to both of us at the same time. So mm-hmm. again, it's he's not looking at what they're thinking. He's looking at what do I think when connected to them, and that's how they. It, it's it was an interesting perspective. It seemed to me, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to reading someone's mind, which sounds so intrusive. Yes, I agree. I mean, it's you know, I I often call this, you know, just reading energy re- reading frequencies but at the end of the day it's it it is correct because when we turn inward to read a frequency or a vibration basically what we are doing is we're we're kind of experiencing how it feels to us in that moment yeah seeing Yes. What so vibration it, it 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 like when two tuning forks get close, if one of them's vibrating, the other one will start if they're you yes. know, of a similar frequency. So and it it becomes a reflection. Yeah, experience the vibration that is that comes forth from within you because of the experience or the whatever. I mm-hmm. guess I don't know. See, I have to, you get into this sort of thing and you just have trouble putting it in words, or I do. You're much better it, at the words than I am. So it, it, it's it's just a words matter of, of basically just um, feeling, feeling the vibration, feeling the frequency, and translating that into words. That's that's basically what happens. It doesn't matter whether you're you know talking to a person or whether you're doing animal communication or you know any type of energy work is basically experiencing and feeling the frequencies, the energies, and translating that into words. Yeah, exactly. And um, so I guess we get round to the answer of the question being something along the lines of if it feels really yummy when you call them that, that's what you call dolphins. (laughs) <laughs> and dolphin Absolutely. feels really yummy to me because yeah, I don't know ever since I was a kid, but um, and I think that's what our our pal Sierra would say. Same same thing is you know she she knows a lot of the dolphins that they see on a regular basis, but I don't think she has names for them. She just knows she knows them when they get close to her, even almost before she sees them, because she feels their vibration coming. And that can be the yumminess in relations on a vibrational level is not all dolphins vibrate precisely the same, so you get to experience them all. That's the key, the that every being has a unique frequency. 
it is like a blueprint. It is like a template. And there are no two beings that have exactly the same frequency or vibration. They're similar, and some of them are very, very close, that they almost feel identical, but there are always very slight, very gentle variations. Yeah, and, uh, you know, in communication, it could almost be like a phone number. You could, There's so many words you could use to represent it. And, and, and that's, to me, if I had the opportunity, when I have the opportunity, language correction, vibration correction, when I have the opportunity to go swim in the wild with dolphins, dolphins that are interacting on because they want to, not because they're in a tank, mm-hmm. um, is to just try my best to be right there and and see what that feels like um and and see what they do and see what I'm inspired to do and cuz I think you know I watch films I want to jump out leap out of the water and do funny gymnastic things that's what I want to do <laughs> but uh, and and that's a bit the vibration of the energy of divine love is yay go run jump play experience hey woo woo life is good eh right mm-hmm. yes okay. You still with us? Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. I know the Canadian thing, eh? Yeah, uh, they, eh? Yeah, throw that in there just to make sure I was paying attention, eh? Eh? Yeah. It's funny. I was watching one of our new dear friends that's going to be on the show, actually, um, Brendan Culleton. And he spied some lights in the sky. He was filming them. He was saying maybe they're UFOs. Some somebody he saw said they're doing a thing and they're Chinese lanterns that these people put up in the sky and whatever. But he's always quite well spoken when he does his videos. And then in this video he's talking to other locals there in London, Ontario, and asking them what they saw. And he starts immediately into the So it was kinda like they went over there and disappeared by the eh? And he ended almost everything with that. It was funny. Okay. Oh, hush now. You brought up Canadians. I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Changemakers posted a link the other day about we love our fierce Canadian women. And that <clears throat> sucking air through the teeth with some of that fierceness you were hearing. She was ready to come slap me. Well, see, because hey. we have the best of all races here in Canada. With uh, our borders open for so long um, that we've got some really strong blood in our bones. Yeah, yeah. Americans forget, but we do too. And I don't know how we forgot and got into this immigration, protect the borders, and put up barbed wire fences things. Doesn't seem very send me your poor, tired, huddled masses to me, but maybe I misunderstood what they meant, send me your poor, tired, huddled masses. You know? And... Because they're not evil people, they just want to. Ha- they want an opportunity, like there's the opportunity rests here for us. And and yes, opportunity rests in your vibration. But if you believe being in a certain place will make you successful, so you've made a vibrational match. So be it. It doesn't matter how you get there. Just get there. Eh. Indeed. Eh. <laughs> Sometimes it just does. Just does. I'm not going to tell the story again about embarrassing 
my parents when I went into the British accent when I was in London. All right, good. Good, because it's really pretty much end of show time. It is. So we want to run Inez's links one more time. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've been in the chat room many times. Thank you so much for your ready assistance, Janet. You're always a thrill to have in the Mm -hmm. chat room. Thank you very much for having me. It's been wonderful to have you again. And we will have you again again. And and for those of you listening who can't see the chat, it's... um, VisionaryLifeConsultant.com? Yes, www.VisionaryLifeConsultant.com. Or uh, you can always go to www.Inez.InezMartins.com, and that's I-N-E-S-M-A-R-T-E-N-S.com. How's that, Gene? That's great, Rick. Tell them what they've won. Yeah. I think it sounds so serious. Um, yes, now... Yes, well, uh, I've, I've learned how to go undercover among the serious ones. <laughs> I don't have a calendar in front of me, so I can't tell them who's coming. When in the Ro- when in Rome, something, what? Um, calendar, what? We have guests. We have a calendar. <laughs> we have a calendar. Yes, we do. We have uh, <laughs> Thursday. We have, in, in two days after we get past hump day, we're going to have Michael Angelica with us, a healthy eating advocate. He's going to chat with us. Uh, Yes. Next Tuesday, we have a special treat for any, well, we have a special treat for all of our listeners, but certainly a special treat for any Star Trek fans, because Carl Sheldon is the spitting image of Scotty, and uh, you can go to his website, and there's a picture of him in in a leather vest with a Star Trek label on the chest, and he's holding up a mouse and going, hello, computer. Like Scotty is, and it's you want to you want to talk aliens and um and technologies that we haven't yet yeah hydrogen uh then bring it to that show that's the show for you because this man has some stories he he has worked not only on you know how to make hydrogen from water to drive a car but for Pratt and Whitney uh, Boeing IBM um. He's had a long and distinguished career as an engineer, and uh, uh, and has this just insane lab, Scotty's Lab. He calls it. Yeah. Is it Scotty's Engineering, I think, is his website. dot com. I don't know. I, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, you know, I've talked to him so many times, and he's just an awesome individual, and he's got so many stories and. So much experience doing this kind of work, and so much insight, and his ideas are and I, I can tell way you now, out of the box. I, I can save you a phone call, although we want you to still come and call into the show. I can save you a phone call because if you ask him about, you know, where do you get off or any of that other kind of stuff, his it doesn't really bother him, but his answer is always just, "Well, come see. I got here. It's on YouTube. What? Come see. I'll show you." So. He doesn't justify himself much, but he has amazing. He started experiencing Parkinson's and got this, go build this in his head. And he went in his lab and he built this thing and he used it and he's got no more Parkinson's. It's fine. How's that? And he's willing to share it with everybody. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Like to share it with everybody. 
but yeah, he's he not going to go shove it in your source. face. He wants he's, to provide open source information for people. So yeah, yeah. So he's going to be a hoot to talk to. So call in. We'll be talking. And of fun. Um, you can yeah. ask Scotty um, how how to do something. Yeah, yeah. He's an amazing it, individual. I I play with his looking like Scotty, but he's he really is an amazing individual. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we will have fun. Anyway. Uh, Michael Angelica on Thursday. Have a wonderful midweek. And uh, join us Thursday night. Until then, stay connected. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Join Rick and Jean again next time. Until then, visit their website at everydayconnection.me. And be sure to like their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Worried you might miss an episode? Don't worry. Subscribe. Find us on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question... How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question, how do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.